Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Joe McCall, Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. We got a great episode. I think this is part four. Is that right, Josh? Part four with my good friend, Josh, who is a missionary in South Asia somewhere, doing the Lord's work, doing some awesome things, him and his family, uh, have a big orphanage, and uh, they're helping a lot of people They've with their ministry and, and the people that with them, they've planted over 20,000 something churches. Uh, so they're really, really doing some amazing things, and they're helping a lot of people in this country, a lot of people that are poor and destitute and need the Lord, right? Uh, so he was in St. Louis. We played golf. He's done house deals before. He was in our coaching program before, and I, I didn't even know he was doing all of this stuff where he is. And uh, so we played golf while he was here about a month or two ago, and I said, hey, man, I'd like to help you. How can I help you? And he said, well, I want to start doing some land. And I said, all right, well, let's let's turn this into a podcast series and let's document this whole process from beginning to end doing vacant land deals virtually from wherever he is somewhere in the world. And he said, yeah, let's do it. And so he's been gracious enough to say, all right, let's, I'll just, let's document the journey. I'm calling this maybe right now. I'm thinking let's call it the do or die series where, listen, we're, we're going to put ourselves out there. And if this doesn't work, Josh, then we're both going to look silly. And I don't want to look silly. <laughs> but anyway, so he's like, yeah, let's do it. This is going to be a, a great journey. And I'm doing this so that you guys not to show off about how awesome we are, or, you know, how amazing we are or whatnot, but to show you like you can take this stuff and implement it yourself. And a lot of you guys are in a situation where maybe you do live in somewhere else in the world. Uh, maybe you do have uh, another job or a ministry or you're doing something where, you know, you can't just take on another full-time thing. Or And so we're going to show you how you can do deals part-time on the side, no matter where you live in the world. And so I'm hoping you get something out of this. All right. So the other thing is I'm this, I got two free gifts for you here. Well, one is a free gift. One costs a dollar. First one is my simplelandkit.com. If you go to simplelandkit.com, it's a resource that I've created that will help you, give you almost everything you need to do land deals. It gives you my contracts, my checklists, my scripts, my direct mail swipe file. It gives you what else? A software that I've created that helps you analyze and calculate deals, offers, helps you analyze land deals and come up with offers. And it creates the letter and the contract that you send out. It's pretty amazing. It's really good. You can get it all for free at simplelandkit.com. And I am going to be charging more of the, for this in a minute, in a few days. Also, I've got this other tool that I use. I've been using FreedomSoft for years and years. And I have a custom signature edition of FreedomSoft that I use for my land deals and my house deals. And it has all of my contracts in it, marketing pieces, workflow automations. You can do everything in FreedomSoft pretty much. Is it perfect? No, nothing is out there is perfect, but it's the best tool that I have found for doing deals. Um, it's not cheap. It's $197 a month for the basic level. But the way, I mean, it, if you just did one deal extra a year, it pays for itself because the way FreedomSoft is designed, if you use it properly, no leads fall through the cracks. Every No lead is left behind. So every lead that comes in, it helps you stay organized. It helps you create offers, send offers, do the follow-ups, the phone numbers, the texting, the emails, the websites, 
the direct mail, it's all done inside of one tool. And I love it. I use it all the time. And you can get a dollar trial to FreedomSoft right now at joemccall.com slash 1FS. joemccall.com slash 1FS for a dollar free trial. Check that out. Okay, so um, good. I, I hope my video's not lagging or pausing. I think we're good. All right, let's bring Josh on. Josh, how are you? Doing great, man. Yeah, your video's working this time, so that's good. <laughs> good. I'm, I'm using a really cool tool that I love called Ecamm, Ecamm Live. And uh, so, okay, great. But thank you, Josh. This is, I think, part four. Is that right? I, I believe so. Yep. Good. I just wanted to review some things with you and with everybody else watching this. You know, our goal, I'm going to share my screen here. Our goal um, is to do deals and make money right? You know, if you had it as a goal to make, let's, we were doing this originally to make $100,000 a year, that's about $8,300 a month. And if your average net profit, net profit after direct mail and everything is $5,000, that means you need to do 1.7 deals a month. And if you need to make 30 offers to do a deal, I'm being conservative here, in my opinion, you need to make 50 offers a month, 12 and a half offers a week or two and a half offers a day. So we're breaking this down into things we can control. You can't control that your average profit is five grand, but you can't control you have to make 30 offers to do a deal, but you can control how many offers you're making every day. We've talked about this a lot. The number one rule in real estate is make offers, make offers, make offers. Doesn't matter where you're doing deals in a really competitive market or not a competitive area, whatever, you've got to make deal, make offers if you want to do deals. So we're going to make it a goal to make three offers a day. And let's say you make you know, offers on 80%, 85% of the leads that come in. So 15% of them are bad, let's say. And for me, a lead is anybody that calls in response to a postcard or a letter. We need to get about three leads a day, or I like to shoot for five. Our goal is to talk to five people a day. And I can virtually guarantee anybody's success if they follow this simple formula. Talk to five people a day, make three offers a day, because that just adds up. You know, that's, that's 25 people you talk to a week. That's 100 people a month. After three months, that's 300 people you've talked to. And you've made three, 15 offers a week. What is that? 60 offers a month. And then after three months, that's 180 offers. And now you're following up with all of those people every single month. You're going to do deals. It's as simple as that. Now we looked at, okay, let's say 65% of your leads come from direct mail to 35% come from cold calling. If your average response rate is 1%, I feel good about that. You need to send about 955 postcards a week. And if you want to do cold calling and you're getting an average of two leads per hour of cold calling, and I think that's very doable, uh, you need to do about a half hour to an hour to an hour of cold calling a day. So this is, again, things we can control. So simple marketing plan here. And once we start doing this, Josh, you can do this on a napkin. You can do this on, uh, you know, you have access to the spreadsheet. You can break it up by day if you want or by week, however you want to track it. But I want to start tracking how many postcards are you sending a week? How many hours of cold calling a day are you doing? Or how many hours a week are you doing? But these are the real important numbers right here. How many sellers are you talking to every day? How many offers are you making every day? And then uh, I had a student the other day, I won't say who or what the situation was, but um, he was asking for a refund because he didn't do a deal yet. And I was like, oh, okay. How many offers have you made? And um, he couldn't answer. And, but I know the answer. It's, it's close to zero, if, if not a little more than that. I think you're muted. Is that right there, Josh? Are we, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 Oh. I was, I was just making sure that you were able to, <laughs> okay. we were able to hear you five. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure you could hear me. 
So uh, that's it, right? It's simple. Now, we downloaded, last time we talked, um, we talked about, we got a list from Jackson County, North Carolina. This is one of the counties that we're going into. We're going to be going into others, but um, we're doing this. And also, by the way, Mr. Video Editor, if you're watching this, because we're going to be putting this video out on uh, YouTube, uh, you'll have to blur this information because YouTube will, sh will shut this video down and remove it if we show personal information like this. Now, this is all public records, but you can fight this till you're blue in the face with YouTube and they don't care. So, Mr. YouTube Video Editor, <laughs> please blur this stuff out, okay? All right. So, we downloaded uh, from Priced about 3,758 records. These were vacant landowners who own land in Jackson County, North Carolina, who don't live in the county and have owned it for over 10 years. And I think we did, I think our minimum size was 0.2 acres or something like that. So now what we're going to do in this is uh, we're going to play do a little editing here. I normally have a virtual assistant do this for me, but I want to do it to teach you, Josh, and also uh, anybody else watching this. And then, by the way, if you're listening to this on the audio version of my podcast, how are you doing, guys? Love you all. Appreciate you. As I'm teaching this now, you might want to watch what I'm doing. So go to my YouTube channel. Just do a search for uh, Joe McCall and subscribe to the channel. Get the notifications and watch what I'm doing here. Make it full screen, okay? I'm trying to make this as big as I can. But we're going to do some editing to this spreadsheet so that we can then import it into FreedomSoft so that we can then do the direct mail in FreedomSoft. And I know you're going to get a lot out of this. And again, if you want a dollar free trial of FreedomSoft, just go to joemccall.com slash 1FS. So there's a few things we're going to do here. Number one, we, we have to make sure our reference ID is in, this, is in the spreadsheet. And it was from the export that we did. And um, that's going to be the ID that goes on every postcard that goes out. And we scroll over. I'm just going to highlight some of the things that I'm going to zoom out a little bit. I'm going to highlight some of the fields that we are going to be importing in to FreedomSoft. Okay. All right. Scrolling over. These are the fields. Again, we're going to be importing. Scrolling over to the right. We're bringing over the owner's name. Of course, we're going to bring over the mailing address of the owner. Why would we do that? Because we want to send them postcard and we need to know where to send it to. These addresses are going to be different. These are country, these are states all over the country. Some of them are going to be out of the United States. By the way, one thing that I'm doing here in Google Sheets, there's a filter button here and I use this filter button a lot because I want to sort this from A to Z. I'm sorting the mailing zip codes now. I'm sorting the whole table by mailing zip code small to large and see these four digit numbers here? Those are New England zip codes. And when we import it into FreedomSoft, it'll get errors because these are four-digit zip codes. Zip codes have to be five digits. So I just have to fix this. I'm going to insert a column here, and I'm going to do this little complicated math formula thing. I'm going to do equals zero and that cell return, and then that adds a zero there, right? And now I'm just going to copy that and paste it all the way down to all of those zip codes that are four digits long. There's about 70, 60 of them. Okay, paste that in there. Now I'm gonna highlight all of those. I'm gonna copy them, because now they're just formulas, but I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna paste these in here as values only. And so now, if I scroll down, you can see they're, they're all looking good there. Now I'm gonna delete that extra column I just did. I'm gonna sort this whole spreadsheet back to letter reference ID. So that little filter button there. Now sometimes I, when I go through this, I lose a lot of people and I'm just, you know, bear with me here. If you don't have to know spreadsheets to do this, um, just hire somebody else to do it for you. Take this video, send it to hire somebody in Upwork or Fiverr to do this for you, okay? Um, we're going to 
highlight the APN column because we're going to be bringing that over. We're going to be bringing over the lot acreage column. Property address, cool. Let's bring this over. We're going to bring, because this is, we're, we're going to say in the postcard, hey, we want to buy your property at, you know, this certain area. Now, some of these you'll notice it has the street, but no number. So these are just vacant lots. And sometimes there's nothing in here. So I'm going to actually take this whole spreadsheet and sort it from A to Z. Because if there's any blanks, I want to be able, there are no blanks. Okay, that's good. Oh, wait, there are a few blanks. Look at that. There are six or seven blanks. Now, this is a little thing with FreedomSoft. You have to like have something in there or else the air, it'll give you an error message. So I just do TBD to be determined. All right. I paste the TBD. So now there's no blanks in that property address column. So I'm going to sort this whole thing back again by letter reference ID and we should be good. All right. So scrolling on over again, we're, this is Jackson County. We're going to be importing that into the spreadsheet. Subdivision. I th yeah, we bring that over. It's not super important. Scrolling over back again to the right. All right, latitude, longitude. I'm going to insert a new column here because GPS coordinates are really important. Why? Because sometimes if it doesn't have an address, it's hard to find the property on, on Google Maps or wherever we're else we're using. So I like to make the GPS coordinates one column instead of two because it's just easier to copy and paste that. So there's a simple formula I do. I do an equals, I do that cell, and I do and, and I do a, a quote, comma, space, quote, and... The next one, boom. So now, and then I do autofill all the way down because that then makes it one, that makes the GPS coordinates one cell. So look at the, look at the formula I did again there, you know, and um, I'll zoom in a little bit. See that formula right there? That makes it one cell. Now there's more that I have to do though, because this is just a formula. I need to highlight this whole co column. I'm going to right click copy and then right click again in uh, paste special values only. So now this is a column with values GPS. Now you just copy that column, open a new tab in Google Chrome or whatever, and Google those GPS coordinates, click on the map, and now you have exactly where that property is. And you can zoom in and you can kind of see it. Sometimes you see lot lines, sometimes you don't. You can switch it to satellite. All right, you can see the property. You can uh, drag around the yellow dude and see, you know, street views in the area and kind of see where the area is like. So having the Google Maps is, is, is important and it just helps you identify these properties um, by GPS coordinates, makes it a lot easier. So we're gonna be importing this column into FreedomSoft. We're gonna be importing in legal description because we put that kind of in the contract. All right, county assessed value, I usually uh, bring that in. Keep on scrolling to the right. Property tax, I bring that in. Now, what, sometimes what I'll do is um, I will sort this whole table by property taxes because if there's a property, most usually properties are like a few hundred dollars a year in taxes. But if there's a property that's like $10,000, $20,000 a year in taxes, that's usually a property that I don't want to mess with. It's just too big. It's, it's right in the middle of the commercial district, you know, where they're building Walmarts or whatever. So I might just delete, ignore those. So I'm going to sort this whole table by property taxes, high to low. So here's a $5,700 uh, a year taxes. And let's just look at the GPS coordinates of that real quick. And that's interesting. Why is this so expensive? It's, a, it's not in a commercial area. Oh, it's right next to a golf course. All right, so yeah, I'm not gonna take these out then because this isn't that bad. You know, you can still wholesale these deals. This isn't a very premium, probably gated community. We can still do deals there. So I'm not going to delete these high, tax, these high taxes. There's only a hundred of them, maybe. Let's sort this again by reference ID. 
most of them are going to be, if I go all the way down here and I just do equals median, the median taxes in this is $168 a, a year. That's what we're, we're dealing mainly with those. Okay. All right. Scrolling back over. Okay. This is the offer price and the market price. What does that mean? So priced looks at what they feel like the property might be worth. And then based on what we said to offer, we're going to do 25%. So this will get you ballpark. Always take what price says the property's worth with a grain of salt. This will get you 75, 85% of the way there. This is still pretty good, but don't ever just go off of what this, because they say you could sell it for $17,700. But if you look deeply into it at Redfin on Zillow, you'll see, well, you know, these similar properties are actually selling for like $10,000. So you have to adjust from there, but this will get you ballpark. And one of the things I'm gonna recommend we do is we send a range postcard. And I, th I think I asked my VAs to put this into your Freedom Software. I'm not sure if they did yet or not. We'll find out. <laughs> but um, <Yeah. laughs> they, we're gonna import in a minimum and a maximum into the range. So then when we send out the postcards, it's gonna say, you know, hey, um, if you wanna sell your 2.6 acre vacant lot, text or call this number, we might be able to offer you somewhere between $4,000 and $6,000 or something like that. So it's just, it's going to give them a range. So there's kind of two different types of letters to send, blind offers and neutral offers, letters, blind offers or neutral letters. And what that means is a, neut a neutral letter is like, hey, do you want to sell your land call or text? A blind offer, a lot of land investors do that. They just send a blind offer out to a thousand people every week and maybe one or two of them will stick. It's a, they both work really well. I want to get as many leads in as possible. So I want as many calls as possible. That's why I like sending the neutral postcards or the range postcard, because then somebody might call you and, and their property is actually on the lake. And if you would have sent them a blind offer, it would have been ridiculously low. And the same, the other thing, it might be a square postage stamp in the middle of the nowhere desert, but you sent them a blind offer and they're going to call you, but your offer is going to be five times higher than what it should have been. So anyway, just be, just be aware of that. So we're going to import in the offer price and the market price. Yeah, I'm going to change this title to priced offer and priced value. So we kind of know what that is. And I'm going to scroll over some more and you can see now they give you um, some dates. Now we did range pricing before. What I'm going to recommend we do is let's do, let's do 25 to 35%. So we're going to send them a postcard saying, hey, we'll offer you between 25 to 35%. Actually, I'm going to make it a little higher because I want more calls. So it's going to be common, Josh, when somebody calls, your range might be too high. So then you need to ask them questions while you're talking to them. Like, well, explain, tell me a little bit about the property. Is it on a paved road? Does it have utilities? Have you, had, have you done a survey? Have you done a perk test? You're asking them these questions. Is it in an HOA? Are there any restrictions? Can I camp there? Can I put an RV there? No, 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 no. Like, oh man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to offer you then that price range. What is the least you would consider? Does that make sense? So you got to talk yep. to them and... and um, so anyway, so let's do, let's do 30 to 40%. Is that what I said? Now, uh, I, th I think so. Yes. Okay. Whatever. Now the tricky part is here you can see, I don't want to send a range that we can offer you between $5,137 and 87 cents and $6,850 and 50 cents. Let's round that up to the nearest hundred dollars. So I'm going to insert a new column here and a new column here, and let's do minimum range. And let's call this one maximum range. And I'm going to round up. So there's a formula in Excel. It's equals round up quotes or parentheses, that one. And then for some reason, negative two, I don't know why negative two, but that means it'll round it up to the nearest um, hundred. So then it'll be now instead the offer will say 39,500 
And then I do that same thing. Let me copy the formula here and paste them there. So now it'll say we'll offer you between 39,500 and 52,600. You could do the nearest thousand. You want to do the nearest thousand? Let's do that. Let's be real. I mean, that would be, yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Let's live dangerously. <laughs> All right, we're going to round up to the nearest thousand. And I'm just going to double click on the corner here and it just should. Well, it's not copying and pasting all the way down, but I'm just going to copy, paste all the way down and uh, copy, paste all the way down. All right. So good. Now, remember, this is these are just formulas. So I need to copy the column, right click, paste special values only. Now it's a number. Okay. And I'm going to do the same for this. Copy, right click, paste special values only. So now I'm going to unhighlight those columns and I'm going to highlight that column and that column. These are the columns we're going to bring over into FreedomSoft. And my VAs should have done, they should have added two new user-defined fields where these are going to go into FreedomSoft. I hope that makes sense. Hope I'm making sense yep. here and I'm not muddying the waters. I think I'm good. All right. Scrolling over to the right. That's about all we need. We got everything we need there. Let me, I have some notes here. Take it, do, 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 do. All right. We're good. Now... I'm going to go here and I'm going to export this as a CSV file because that's what we need to use to import into FreedomSoft. I'm going to go to File, Download as Comma Separated Values CSV file, and that just downloaded it to my computer. Now I'm going to go to the FreedomSoft. We're going to go to My Leads Pipeline, and we have this list right here, Jackson County, North Carolina list, and we now need to import that up into here, and we're going to map a bunch of fields. Now before I do that, I want to see if my VAs listen to me and they did what I said. Maybe if they didn't, maybe I didn't tell them. So I have to give them some. some I, you, you did, you did do a loom video. So I, I, I remember doing that one time. <laughs> okay, good. And I see one field here, postcard offer range high, but I don't see the low. Oh my goodness. Oh, there it is. So it's, it's, it's weird. They've got, they got it way down here and way up there. So I'm going to uh, just drag this down here a little bit to there. So now I've got postcard offered range low, high, not worried. I'm going to actually delete these fields for owner financing. I don't want you worried about or thinking about making offers on owner financing. So I'm just going to delete these okay. fields. You don't need them. Yeah. Because one of the things I've done in the past is I've offered the owner financing. I've given them a letter that said, I'll pay you cash or owner financing. Most people, that's just too confusing. Don't worry about that until you're actually doing deals. Okay. Price market value, price suggested offer, county assessed value, APN, reference number. Bam, this looks good. If I must say so myself, that looks really, great. Really beautiful. Great job, VAs. Thank you, VAs. I think it was Norman or <laughs> Louie or Rod. Thank you, guys. Okay, let's go back to my leads, my pipeline, my list. And we're going to click import. And by the way, all this that I'm doing, you can learn and watch how to do yourself if you go here to the need help button. And I'm telling this for everybody. And just go here to support center and search for whatever you want. And there's videos on how to do it there. And then also, if you go to that support desk, click on classroom here. If you haven't done this yet, by the way, Josh, or your, your assistant or VA, whoever's going to help you, make sure you watch these onboarding sessions here. This just teaches how to use FreedomSoft best practices, especially this one right here, this video that Rob did. It's 46 minutes long called Lead Management Best Practices with Rob. Very important, no matter what CRM you're using, it's very important you stay organized. You, you, you status things when they need to be statused, you know, so you can look at the status and know what hap needs to happen next. You need to put things in labels and in groups. You can't just mark a lead as follow-up and then forget about it. You need to mark it as follow-up and make sure there's a task 
in 30 days assigned to somebody in the future of what follow-up to do. So then when that 30 days comes up, it pops up on your home screen as a new task that's due. And that is eventually when you get a virtual assistant, that's going to be their number one job. Make sure all those tasks get completed. So when that task is completed, you create a new task 30 days later for that thing to happen. Now there is automation, workflow automation. If you go to settings right here to workflow automation, I have one here called Joe's Vacant Land. And this there's it does a lot of things for you in here. Like when offer number one is sent, it sends a text, it sends it creates a task to send them a voicemail. And two weeks later, it sends them an email. And then 30 days later, it creates another um, uh, task to remind you to send them another offer. Make sense? All right. So that's workflow yeah. automations. And, and this is these are the statuses. Very important to understand all of that. Let's get back to what we're doing finally. We're going to import. Where I'm in the list, I'm going to click import here. I'm going to choose that file I just downloaded onto my computer. There it is. The first row contains headers. Yep. Which group should this be imported to? I'm going to create a new group. It's just going to be called import today's date into this county. I click the next button. Next button. There we go. Now I need to match fields. And you only have to do this one time, the first time. Because when we do it, we're going to save it as an import template. So that next time it just kind of happens. So this is going to take me a minute. Um, I won't be talking much during this. So if you're the video editor, um, maybe you can play some Jeopardy music or something lame <laughs> and fast forward through this. But I'm just going to be mapping these fields so it knows where to put these things. And I might make a mistake. That's okay. We're going to go back and we can fix any of that. But this is the stuff on the right from my spreadsheet here. And this is the fields that are in FreedomSoft over here on the left. And I have to map them all up. Um, so I'm going to scroll down here and look for things like there's reference ID. So I'm dragging this reference ID there. APN number. Sometimes if, if it's too hard to find, I do command F and I, or control F and I'm look, I click APN and I find these things. So, um, I can drag a, 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 a whatever there, um, assess value. I'm going to do a search for the word assessed and it's in three instances. There it is. County assessed value. So I can drag this boom there. Priced market value, there at priced value, priced suggested offer. Scroll down here. I remember there was taxes. All right, I'm gonna do Command F, tax, property tax, boom. Oops. All right, it's not outstanding taxes. Well, I'll find that later. Net offer to sell, we're not doing that. Acres, let's bring acres over, lot area. I think that was it. No, lot acreage. Again, we only have to do this one time because when we're done, we're gonna save this as an import template. All right, what else here? Short legal description. There it is, legal description, boom. Subdivision, there's GPS coordinates. Let's do, oh, there's subdivision right there. All right, remember we did those two new fields. Those are gonna be at the bottom here. Offer range low and high. So, there he goes. There was minimum range right there and max range right there, okay. Minimum range, max range. Okay, cool. Now there's a lot more I still have to do. Um, go to the very top, property address. There you go, property address, property city. Property state, property zip, property county is really important. Oh, I forgot to do something. Deal type. This isn't that big of a deal, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to save this right now, and I'm going to call this uh, priced import one. All right, and um, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to click next step because I. Okay, let me explain. Deal type. I forgot to add a spread a column in the spreadsheet for deal type and called it land because there's. I'll have to show you why I'm doing that here and I'll show you here. But I'm going to pretend like yep. I'm importing it and then I'm not. I'm going to go back. So just save that import template. Now I, I need to go um, 
Let me go back to my pipeline. Let's go back to the spreadsheet. Where'd it go? Here it is. All right, I'm gonna insert a new column here and I'm gonna call it deal type. And we're just gonna say land. Now I'm gonna copy and paste that all the way down. All right, and the reason why I'm doing that is because if I go to my settings in FreedomSoft, custom fields, stupid do seller leads. I have this section in here called land details. And if I click on this edit section here, you can set this up where it's a condition where this shows up when the deal type equals land. All right, so now I'm gonna click save changes. So this whole land details will only show up if the deal type here is selected as land. Uh, sometimes though, because if you're doing houses and land, you'll just have too much information and too many blank things in there. And I like to kind of keep it clean. And so there's also another section, land due diligence. This section right here, after you get it under contract, this kind of keeps track of your due diligence stuff. I'm gonna also make that conditioned when the deal type equals land. Save changes, scroll back up, let's save changes here. So that just means, it just keeps it clean. Now, when I import the spreadsheet in, it's going to automatically fill out deal type here as land. So I'm going to export this spreadsheet one more time, file, download as CSV, and it saved it there. Now I'm gonna go back to FreedomSoft. I have too many tabs here. Let's go back to settings, leads, pipeline, my list, import, choose that file I just downloaded, the new one. I'm gonna create a new group, actually exist, no, I have to do a new one, okay. Just gonna be import today's date, uh, next step. Now I can choose that import I just did import one and it brings everything over. But now I need to do deal type here. I drag deal type there. All right, uh, let's keep on going down here. I know I have some other things. Reference ID, APN, county assessed value, price value, da, da, da. acres, road access, sort of the subdivision, GPS. Okay, price range low and high. Um, we've not done, we've not done owner name yet. Right, so that's gonna go right here in oh, primary. Oh, that's in contact. contact. Gotcha, right. yep. So there I'm gonna do owner full name there. Scroll down. We don't know their phone numbers yet or anything like that. Keep on scrolling down. Now we have owner of record. That's going to be the um, owner mailing name. So it's kind of weird, but I have owner full name up there. That's the information at the top of FreedomSoft. And then there's a field for owner's information. There's a field for that. That's going to be owner mailing name. And then mailing street address, mailing city, mail state, mail zip. That's gonna be where the letters are gonna be sent to because we're gonna do all of our direct mail inside of FreedomSoft. I'm just curious, I wish everybody watching this, I wish I could see what you think and are, you, are your eyes glazed over or you're like, this is Joe, this is stupid. <laughs> well, if you don't wanna do this, then don't do it. Hire somebody else to do it for you. Give them this video and say, hey, just do what Joe did here, okay? Do it for me. Or, you know, there's there, there mail companies that you can hire and they can do your mail for you. But this is just... I want to show you how to do this. Now, we're going to save this as priced import two. I'm going to click here, new import template, priced import two. So next time you do this, you should be able to select this from the dropdown. And there might be a few things you have to change, but it should do a pretty good job of importing everything in. Um, as long as you called everything just like I did in the spreadsheet on the column headers. Okay, good. Click on next step. This is where you can kind of look at what you brought in a little bit. And just kind of checking it. I can see it's brought the property address, the county, the deal type, the reference ID, the APN, assessed values, price market value, price suggested offer, acres, short legal description, subdivision, GPS coordinates, range postcards, gonna be 40,000 to 53,000, looks good. All right, I'm gonna click check mark, complete. Now the import's been initiated. Um, this takes 
a few minutes. Sometimes it's real fast. Sometimes it takes its time. If I go to my pipeline here and the list, nothing's in there yet, but it's it'll be there soon. In the meantime, I'm going to go to back to settings. We're going to look at our direct mail templates, okay? If I click templates here, there's document templates, email templates, and direct mail templates. Click that. Oh, I think they did the postcard. There it is right there. Land postcard, price range. If I click that, this is the postcard. And um, it looks sloppy here because those are just the merge field names and they're really big. We'll look at it and just verify it all looks good in just a minute. This looks great. Good job, Rod, Louie, Norman, whoever did it. <laughs> thanks. <Right>. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Terms, fair price, all cash, no games, no closing costs, no commissions, uh, close fast. It's just I just made this up. I mean, maybe because each of these are, to, let's do no games down here. Close fast, no games. So now each of those bullets have two things in there. Looks good. All right. So I'm going to save changes. I'm going to go back. So those are, there's a lot of templates in here. If I click on direct mail templates, there, I have my letters in here. Um, here's what the neutral letter kind of looks like. You could do that if you wanted to on another campaign. I would always suggest testing it. If you want to send a blind offer to sellers, you could do this. It just merges in. This is a letter and a contract all on one page. A lot of investors I know do that. Here's another version of the blind offer. Just looks a little different. Also, um, I have direct mail templates in here for postcards. This postcard has worked really well for me. It's kind of plain and ugly and boring, but that's a good one to look at. And uh, here's some follow-up letters that are really good to send to sellers for follow-up. Hey, I'm just, you don't know if you remember me or not, but we spoke a few months ago about your acre property near city and county. I'm just following up to see if you've sold it yet. If you're interested in selling it, I may still be interested in buying it. Please call me or text me at. That phone number that puts in there is going to be your FreedomSoft phone number for that campaign. By the way, anybody watching this, can you get this? Can you get these letters in the normal version of FreedomSoft? No, you can only get it at the custom Joe McCall signature edition of FreedomSoft at and get the dollar free trial at joemccall.com slash 1FS. 1FS. I need to come up with a better URL, but that's all I got. All right. And by the way, if you want to see my direct mail swipe file again, go to simplelandkit.com, simplelandkit.com to get this stuff for free. A few more things here that I like about this new direct mail engine in FreedomSoft, and I'm going on and on about this because we're waiting for that import to finish there. Um, you get a lot of these different um, postcards and letters that um, FreedomSoft will do for you, where it'll do the Google Street View of a house. It'll do handwritten postcards. You can do, let me show you some letters. Here's an urgent notice postcard, by the way. Urgent notice about, I think I did this once with land. I'm trying to remember how it went. Do you remember those third notice postcards? Did you ever see those? They're yeah. super obnoxious and they make everybody mad who gets them. Well, they work. You might get a lot of complaints. You might get some threatening letters from the uh, attorney general of the state that you're, <laughs> but because, and I have. Um, but that postcard works. You get a lot of calls from it. It just says, hey, third notice, I've been trying to contact you about your property and I've not heard back from you yet. You've got to call me right now and call this 24-hour recorded voicemail. Nobody will answer. So anyway, I'm not saying you should do that, but if you wanted to, you could do that here. But this is a similar postcard. This one is not as bad. Uh, you can also do yellow letters, offer letters. Like there's all kinds of really good things that you can do here. Let me show you... Yeah, here's a yellow letter, handwritten yellow letter you could do if you want. I've not had great success with the handwritten letters from here. All right, let's see how the import's coming along. I'm going to go back to my pipeline, go to my list. Hot diggity dog. Look at there. There's 3,758. Uh, 3, let's open it up. Let's look at one of them and just see what it looks like in here. 
All right, so we've got the deal type is land. Cool. You can see the pipeline. This is where you know it'll be it'll be connected to either your campaign or your list. This is where you put your notes. This is the owner's information here. Scroll down. Land details. Right, we got we got the letter reference ID. So when they call that number, the voicemail is going to say, "Hey, this is Josh. Thanks for calling. Leave your name and number and the reference ID on that postcard, and I will send you an offer right away." And so they're going to tell you, "Well, all right, my reference ID is Jack seventy three seventy." Now you can go and look and get all the information you need, the acres, the APN number, the parcel ID, the GPS coordinates, what price says you could offer. Because it's not like a house where you can look up by the address. And sometimes the APN numbers are really long. So it's really important you get that reference ID in there so you can find this. So you're good. We can see here, oh, I see one problem. Uh, this postcard offer range value field here is a, um, it's a date field and it should be a currency field. We can fix that later. I'm not going to fix that now. It's not a big deal, but I, I need to remember to let my virtual assistants know. But uh, that should be a currency field, not a date field. We can fix that later. Um, let me write myself a reminder. Date field. Okay. I want to show you how to do a direct mail campaign real quick. We'll just send 100 postcards. Is that okay? If we do that real quick? Yeah. Or I mean, I'm ready to send as many as we want, man. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's go and look. To make sure you, you've got to have some, you got to put some, you got to put some money into credits into here. Yep. So I'm not sure if you've done that yet. Um, no, we've not put any money in credits, but I do have uh, the credit card attached, so we can add as many credits as you do. You do have a thousand credits in here. Okay. So that's good. You may have put something in there. Um, now I'm going to go to settings, and there's there's this concept called mail sequences. Um, and again, you should watch this later, but if you go to um, need help and go to support center, do a search for the word direct mail and watch this direct mail overview section. There's these articles here and it walks through how the direct mail engine works. And it's real important you get familiar with it because once you learn how to do it, it's just click, click, click. You can send one postcard or a hundred or a thousand or 10,000. And it costs the same per postcard, first class mail. It's very simple and fast, easy. And you can track it all. You can set it up where it sends day one, it sends this postcard, day 30, it sends this, and day 30, it's 60, it sends this, et cetera. And you can stop it whenever you want. Um, so it's very powerful how, how it all does that. So, so read those, the port ticket there. Um, all right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna, we need to create a new mail sequence for that range postcard. And, um, I'm going to make sure I don't have one in here already. Okay, I don't. So I'm going to create a new, I'm going to create a new mail sequence. I'm going to click this right here, new mail sequence. And let's call this land range postcard. And I'm going to target to sellers. And I'm going to click add new step. And this is where we choose that direct mail template that um, we my, my VAs created for us. And I'm going to scroll all the way down here to the bottom. It's right there, land postcard price range. This is where we choose the campaign that we want phone number on there. I'm going to choose that campaign. It's going to bring in the number that we want there. And then the return information, I'm actually going to pause. I'm going to, how are we going to do this here? Well, we'll, we'll let's do this offline because <laughs> I want to be careful okay. not to, <laughs> to give too much of your personal information out. But the return information is where the mail is going to go back to. Um, so let's, I wonder how this would work. If I, if I pause my streaming here, let's just try it. I'm going to pause, see if it lets me. It's not going to let me pause. All right, so I'm going to change it to where it's just you and me. I don't know if you can see my screen right now, Josh. Okay. No, I can't. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm going to, I have your information here. I have your name. The uh, 
return address is it uh, Olive Street one? Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's the that's the business address. That would be best. Okay, fine, fine, good. And then I'm gonna click save. So that wasn't a big deal. I'm probably making a big deal out of nothing. But anyway, <laughs> and then we're gonna click update mail sequence. Okay, boom. And it was a U.S. address on there. And then uh, let's go back to the leads, my pipeline. Uh, there's one thing I want to check here. I'm going to go to settings, workflow automation, Joe's vacant land. I want to make sure there's a status in here called mail sent waiting for response. Okay, good. There's a status called mail sent. Um, let's go back to my pipeline. Let's go to this list. And we're going to click. There's a few things that we're going to do here. Um, I'm going to click view all. I'm going to click all leads right here because for some reason it doesn't actually show up. We have to click all leads there. And I'm going to create a new group. A group is like a label. So we can keep kind of organized and keep track of which mail we're sending. So I'm going to click manage here and I'm going to create a new group called um, postcard sent today's date, 27 October, 2023. Okay. And I'm going to click save changes. So that's just a group. Think of a group as a label. Now I'm going to go through and I'm going to zoom out a little bit so I can, I'm going to select, I can only select 20 at a time. I'm going to select, uh, actually first, let me do a few more things. Uh, I'm going to, um, uh, kind of modify these columns a little bit. So I'm going to click on this gear icon here. And there's some columns that I, I, I want to have up here. And one of them is status. So I'm going to find status and drag it up here. Um, I don't care about the pipeline because I already know what that is. I don't care about the email. I don't want the phone number up here necessarily. Um, I want, uh, da, 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 it's called updated, last updated. I want that column up here. I'm just going to drag that up there. And I want county. I'm going to drag that up there. And I want um, lot size. I'm going to drag that up there. And let's drag a reference ID. And let's put that over here on the left. I have reference ID, status, address, county. I'm going to drag lot size over one. Lot size right there. County, primary contact name. Okay, save changes. All I did is I, I kind of, you can change this later, but I like seeing these kinds of columns here. Oh, I see a yep. problem. I see a bunch of zeros for lot size. I think I, let's see why here. Ah, because I brought the wrong field into the column headers. Uh, let's go back here to all leads, all leads. And I'm going to click column. I'm dragging lot size out. I want to bring over acres. Okay, save changes. There, now it shows up. And I can yep. sort this by reference ID. So this is one of the reasons why I want the reference ID as a column so I can sort by reference ID here. Okay, let's zoom out. And now I have to choose 20 at a time. So I'm gonna click these boxes up here and then go to page two. And I'm gonna click the next 20 and go to page three. There's not an easy way to do this because I just want to select 100. Yeah. And now you can take this and do the same thing yourself to send the next 900 or something, okay? So now I have yep. 100 selected. Now I'm going to move, you can either move or copy. What move means is it like it moves it from one group to another group. Copy means it just adds it, copies it to another group, which is like a label. Um, it's not a big deal. I'm going to code copy to that group that I just created. Boom. Click apply. Now you can see right here in this group on the, lower, on the left, I have this group called postcard sent. So later when you're looking at, you know, because you have 3,700 and you're one like, well, which ones don't have I not mailed to yet? Or when did I send that one batch of mail? And you can click this and now see, oh, okay, I sent... And you click on that group and it brings up the hundred properties that were in that group. So this is just another way to kind of keep this right. organized. All right. So now let me just to 
reiterate my point. Let's go back to list here. I've got 3,700 in here. I click view all. I click all leads. How do I find that 100 again that I selected? Well, I just click right here on that group and it brings up the 100 there. All right, so now I'm gonna select all 100 in that group. I wanna change the status to direct mail sent. Well, even though I haven't sent the mail yet, but actually let's do that next. Yeah. Let's send the mail and then we'll change the status. All right, so I have all 100 selected. I'm gonna go here to more actions and I'm gonna click right down here, send direct mail. And I'm gonna choose the sequence. I don't choose the template. I choose that sequence that I just created. And it's right here at the bottom, long land range postcard. Oh, and I need to get some more credits. So yeah, I'm you could do... click. Yeah, go ahead and click add credits. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to change it to because this time it will show your personal mailing yeah. address and your credit card. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Let's keep that off here. screen if we can. Yeah. I'm going to click add credits. And uh, so it's not sixty three hundred dollars. It's it's about fifty eight dollars. OK, um, so let's just can I just add a hundred hundred bucks? That'll give yeah, you yeah, ten thousand eight hundred and seventy credits. I don't understand the credit systems, but just whatever. Click next. Boom, I'm going to choose your Amex there, purchase credits. Hopefully it goes through. Okay, it did. <laughs> All right. I've done that before. I'm demoing Joe, if you this. Wanna, if you want to go ahead and add your credit card in there, Joe, that's fine with me. Nah, that's all right. <laughs> I've done this before with like on a live webinar and uh, my credit card gets declined. I'm like, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was because um, I just, been on t it was a potential fraud alert or whatever. Yeah, right. But right. okay, Joe, right. That's what everybody was thinking. <laughs> so uh, we can click preview here and see if it works. So see if we this thing looks good. And we might have, we probably will have to make an adjustment here or there. But the mail preview is coming up. We always want to preview it. Oh, and I forgot something else. I want to add you in. How do you when you get your mail? Does somebody get it and send it to you, or what? How do you do your mail here in St. Louis? Yeah, I mean, I, I get, if, if it's urgent, they'll send a photo of it to me or I'll just get it when I come stateside. So this is a, it's a, like a virtual mailbox and they kind of manage it, help you with it and scan it for you. Or do you have, you have family or friends uh, that helps you with it? How does that No, work? it's actually my, it's actually my lawyer who it's, it's my lawyer's office. Okay. And, cool. and he takes care of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is taking its time. There is uh, there are services out there. If anybody's interested, you can Google virtual mailbox. And uh, they, you can get an address at the Empire State Building in New York for your virtual mailbox if you want. They will collect all your mail and they scan it all and put it on their website. You log in, you can see all your mail and you can choose, throw that away, um, send that to one to me or open it and send me images of the inside of it. And they can do that. So that's always something that people that's can great. do. Uh, and they they have like 20 or something mailboxes, virtual mailboxes all over the country. Now, why this mail preview is taking so long, I don't know. But I don't know. I, I, <laughs> you know what? I, I was thinking there is something I needed to do and I forgot what it was. Maybe we could do you that. You were saying something about adding me to something. And, and then you asked me about how I get my mail. There was something I was going to do. Was it about like the return to sender stuff or something like that? I don't remember, but I said, oh, I'll just do it later. Well, it'll come back to me. Huh, this preview is taking its time. I don't know why. Was it something in user-defined custom fields? Oh, but I'm wondering if, there we go. Okay, good, let's check this out. I'm gonna zoom out a little bit so the postcard looks bigger. Oh, look, see that word up there, optional text? Yeah. Um, I know it's real small here, but 
So there's some uh, some language up there. We got to get rid of that. But it says cash, the postcard, the back of the postcard says cash offer for a 2.4 acre vacant lot in Jackson County, North Carolina. Attention, seller's name, address of the property. So there's the address, the city, state, zip. Okay, good. Terms, fair price, all cash, no closing costs, no commissions, close fast, no games. Cash offer range, 40 grand to 53 grand. Now, when I've done it before, it's been two lines, but that's fine. We'll just keep it one line. Text or call to discuss your offer. That's your FreedomSoft number. There's, okay, that looks great. The only thing we need to change is we get rid of that word optimal text, uh, optional text up there. And to do that, we're going to go, we're not going to send the mail yet. We're going to go up to settings, go to templates. We're going to find that direct mail template called the price range. And we're going to take that text box right there. And I'm going to go over here to the left and click remove this element. And it's gone just like that. One thing we could do, I, I was thinking, let's, let's maybe drag this box up a little bit. Let's click Save Changes. All right, good. Let's go to back, back to templates. And a lot of the stuff I'm doing, it's just one time that you have to do this. Um, let's go back to my pipeline, my list. Let's click View All, All Leads. Click on that group, 100. So now there's 100 in here. Oh, I remember what it was. I'm going to add you in, and I want to add me in into this list so we can get, so the mail will come to us and we'll know that it hit. Does that make sense? Oh, gotcha. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to add a new prospect in here and I'm going to call this me and I'm going to put my address in here. I'm going to stop my screen here. Yeah. I don't anybody know where I live. <laughs> okay. And then the state, Missouri. And for me on this one, again? Joe, Sorry? I'm, I'm, from, I'm from the Illinois side of St. Louis. Okay. That's right. Yep. Uh, for me, I probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't see it fast enough to know if it went in or out or not. Okay. So um, it's not like to do it immediately. So I don't, I probably wouldn't need to do me. Okay. So I'm adding myself in here as land. I'm going to put my name in here as the owner of record. Well, you know what the property address, I'm going to change that to be like one of my old uh, rental properties. Okay. Okay, cool. And then the mailing address, it's going to be me. And then my mailing address, seven. and let's, do Missouri. How far out? Uh, where did you, what, what part of uh, Illinois? Uh, I grew up in a little town called Brighton. It's only, it's only 30 minutes about from St. Louis. Brighton. I've heard of it. Yeah. It's a little, little town near like Alton or Grafton, Jerseyville. Okay. I'm going to share my screen here. Cause I'm, I'm adding in some land details here. I'm going to put uh, test dash one, two, whatever. That's the reference ID number, APN number. Just do some of that. Range offer, low, acres, 2.3. Good, I think we're good. All right, so um, range low. Let me just check one thing because I want to make sure. Okay, all right. Um, I just need to update one field in here and then we'll be good. Okay, okay. great. All right, all right, all right. How long does it usually take to hit, Joe? A week to two weeks. First class meal. I don't know why I understand it. It's, it's whether it hits on the, if it's on a weekend or close to the weekend or like tomorrow's Saturday. So it might get printed and mailed today. It might not get printed and mailed till Monday. Um, I don't know. FreedomSoft doesn't do the mail. They work with a third party that kind of sends it out. Yeah. All right. So let's go back here. View all. I want to do one thing here. I'll share my screen again. I want to add this record I just created to that group. I'm going to copy it to that new group, click apply. So now there's 101 in here. So the property address is my former old rental property. Okay. Um, I'm going to do 
One more thing here before I forget. I, I want to go in and I want to change those user-defined fields because this is kind of bothering me. This one should be currency, right? So I'm going to click edit field, currency. There it is. Now it's currency field, home, save changes. It didn't do anything to the data we just imported in. Yeah. yeah. All right. Will that do that to the rest of the data? Now, yeah, all of them. Yeah. So if I go okay, back great. to the list here, let's go to this group. Let's just open this one. Scroll down. You'll see now it's two yeah, currencies. Yeah, that's great. But it still has a dollar sign in there. Not, don't worry about that because that's, that's good. It brings it in as a dollar sign into the postcard. All right, let's go back to the list. We're almost done here. View all. Let's click on that group right there. There's 101. I'm going to highlight all and select all 101. More actions. Send direct mail. Let's choose that sequence, mail sequence we created. It's called land range postcard. Let's click preview. Hopefully it won't take as long this time. <laughs> um, if it does, I'll, I'll tell you a, a joke I heard the other day. Um, Why don't you tell the joke anyway? Let's hear the I, joke. I will. Okay. So my wife and I were talking and <laughs> she, I, I love my wife. And uh, sometimes when she talks, I'm like listening and not listening. And you know, there's a difference between hearing and listening, right? So she says to me, um, you know, Joe, we're always worried about like the Amazon Alexa and Siri listening to everything that we say, right? And I'm like, yeah. And um, she said, well, did you know they, they invented a new male version of Amazon Alexa and Siri? I said, uh, yeah, yeah. And she said, yeah, it doesn't listen to anything that you say. And I said, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what was that again? <laughs> so then that's fun. That's the joke. The new male version of Amazon Alexa doesn't listen to anything. So we're all safe yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> I like it. My wife okay. would like that joke and she'd get mad at me at the same time. Yes. <laughs> Did you, do you remember that Tim Hawkins joke about how his wife got mad at him for, um, she, he says, my wife gets mad at me for things I do in her dreams. And then she goes, he goes on telling the story of a dream that she had where she was getting attacked by a, uh, I don't remember something funny and, and he didn't do anything to help her. And all she, all he was doing was playing poker with his friends and <laughs> She was mad at him. All right. So anyway, whatever. This is a. It looks good. Uh, my it it did look good. I saw it. I but uh, my wife has definitely gotten mad at me at stuff that she's dreamed about too. So I think we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. This postcard looks good. I'm going to click close preview. I'm going to say I accept FreedomSoft directs mail terms. Boom. Click send. Mail sequence has started. That'll take a day or two for it actually to be printed and mailed, and then another week to two weeks for that mail to actually hit. When they call that number, and you should go ahead and test this later, test that number and make sure it creates a new record. Um, I only want Josh to test it. None of you listening or watching this should test it, okay, because that'll <laughs> screw everything up. But just um, call that number and see, does it create a new record in the campaign? And it should. When you start getting leads, I'll walk you through how to connect because now you're going to start getting leads. You need to actually connect that new lead to the, the list record so it merges all the information in. And I'll show you kind of how that all works. So now we have 101 of these selected. We just did the direct mail campaign. I want to update the status to now mail sent. So I'm just going to click on more actions, update status. And there is a status called mail sent. And I just have to find that here. There it is. Mail sent waiting for response. Update status. All right. So now when I go to my pipeline, I go to my list, you'll see here I have 
101 of these statuses of mail has been sent and 3,658 that still need mail sent to, okay? And um, once the lead starts coming in, the leads will go into the campaign and you'll start seeing new leads in here. And now uh, we'll cover this later. Help me remember. It's really important when a new lead comes in, there's a couple steps to go then find that all that data from the list and, and bring it in. So good. I think we're good. That's enough. A lot for today. This has gone longer than I expected, but um, watch this again, you know, next time. If you want to go later today, send another eight to 900 postcards. The goal is to send a hundred a week, right? And uh, the leads will start coming in and start talking to the sellers. Um, now there's two different ways to do it. We'll talk about this more later, but I prefer when they call to call them back, ask them some questions, build a little rapport. If you can't, that's fine. Go ahead and send them an offer and then talk to them after you send them an offer. That's how I did for, that's what I did for the first three or four years. There's lots of deals that way. You just will, your, your conversions will be better if you can talk to them first. You, you might go from 30 to 40 offers to get one accepted to one out of every 20 offers get accepted if you talk to them first and kind of get a feel for where they're at. They may say, hey, the least I would take would be five grand. You would have offered 10. How would you, you, you know, so you got to talk to them yeah. first. All right. That's good for now. Thank you so much, Josh. Been good. And, no, uh, thank you, you, Joe. This has yeah. been awesome. All right. We'll say hi to your family and uh, hope things are better on the orphanage front. Let's, can you just, would you mind updating us on that real quick? You said the government was giving you some hard time. Yeah, we're still... Or, yeah, we're still waiting on the verdict from the judge. Uh, we should be hearing back any day, but they've been saying that for two weeks now. So um, if if you're listening, please keep praying about that because uh, it's it's been a it's been an emotional roller coaster, especially for my wife. So mm, definitely okay. be praying for, about that with them. Yeah, we'll be praying for you. All right, man. Take care. We'll see you later. Bye bye. Thanks, Joe.